Day Zero Update for March 31st, 2019. I'm Flipo I'm Patrick Mifflin. I'm Brandon Perkins. And I'm Chris Ologi. And uh, yeah, we're one day away from April 4th, and uh, that means that we are not going to talk about April Fool's Day stuff at all. Nope. Nope. No. Nothing. Uh-uh. Nothing. Not going to happen. Uh, n- next week, maybe we'll touch on some of the stuff that was actually clever and interesting, but... Uh, right now it's like... I don't want to give the industry that much credit. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but for now, uh, we actually have some legit stuff that's worth talking about. So, yeah, we'll be doing that as a regular show. And, uh, yeah, so we'll get right into it. Uh, so, yeah, we've been playing some stuff. And uh, since uh, GOG and Blizzard have been doing their thing, they released uh, Warcraft two, 1 and 2. Uh-huh. Uh, I think first time they've been released digitally. Yeah, this is actually yeah. a story that we can talk about later. Actually, no, we'll just I'll just mention it here off the top. Uh, but yeah, those are out on GOG, and I picked them up. So I've been playing Blizzard Classics the, this entire weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's there's something I don't know, but there's something oddly interesting and compelling about playing a game where you're not being tracked. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of starting to warm up to the idea again. So uh, yeah, that's I've been doing that. Uh, Warcraft Two, uh, yes, it has aged, but it's still damn fun. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that Two has aged a lot better than One. Yes, yes. Two well, has... I mean, by by the time Two came out, they already sort of had a better idea of how the lore was going to go. Yeah, and the, the orcs are still hilarious. Um, yeah, even to this day. Uh, so I've been playing that, and I've been playing Diablo 2, because um, I got mm-hmm. that digitally as well. I've had it on my Blizzard account for, like, years, and it's like, well, you know, I should probably download that and start playing, and oh boy, there went five hours. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and that's that's what happens. Uh, that game has actually aged pretty well. Uh, mm-hmm. There's some stuff that I missed from Diablo 3, like, you know... Uh, just how streamlined that is, but I do like the skill tree stuff that you know kind of went away with Diablo three, mm-hmm. uh, and the druid is just like the best character ever. So yeah, Paladin's not bad either. That's kind of fun. I kind of wish they'd bring him back, but mm. yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, so yeah, it's been all Blizzard classics for me, and uh, I think. Uh, uh, go over to GOG if you've never played Warcraft 2. Uh, this is a good time to get it. Uh, you can get it, I think, for 15 bucks for the bundle for 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can get them individually if you want. And uh, Okay. Yeah, they're, they're worth it. So, how about you, Ben? Still Stormblood. Um, mm-hmm. I finished the main story quest for 4.56, and holy shit, was that a lot to digest. <laughs> Even though... It was only a few hours worth of content, but there there was so much packed into it that it really um, really makes you wish that late June would be here already. <laughs> so oh, it'll be here sooner than you think. That's the thing. Yeah. So that's um, that's been a thing. And then uh, once I finished up with that, I went back to my secondary character on Gilgamesh, and I'm just still playing through the Stormblood. Uh, main scenario content uh, um, about halfway through that right now and um, it's not Heaven's Ward but um, there is still 
um, a lot to be said for a good straightforward story about violent revolution. Mm-hmm. And Stormblood certainly delivers there. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been up to. Cool. Um, All right. Chris, Brandon? Yeah. Uh, well, my main is still uh, Sekiro. Shadows Die Twice. Making some uh, pretty good progress at this point now. Um, but, you know, they keep introducing, like, every like these little things into the game that just make things just more and more difficult. Um, for example, the last boss I fought was uh, one of those dudes. Okay, so, like, at the point I'm at at the game, I'm, like, actually in Ashina Castle. And the thing about Ashina Castle is that it's guarded by, like, actual samurai. Hmm. No, I mean, you've been going up against, like, regular mooks and stuff up at this point, but these guys are, like, the honest-to-goodness samurai. And two things about them. One is they're the first um, they're the first enemy I've gone up against where uh, you can do what's called a Minoru uh, dodge or a Minoru block, which is where a character will... You know, like try to stab forward with you with like a spear or a sword, and you basically what happens is you use the foot to step down on the uh, weapon, and it brings them forward and makes them really easy to deliver a death blow to. Mm. Uh, these guys will actually you'll do uh, the Minoru, but then they will get enough of their posture back that they can actually push you away. Mm. Um. Oh yeah, also, uh, they've got this weird little bullshit fuck you power where they can get, they can do like this weird spell thing where they get all of their posture energy back in like a second. Oh, that's irritating. Yeah. The good thing though is... The word is poise. (laughs) Yeah. The good thing though is I found a way to work around it. Um, basically it just, it just belongs to uh trying to get trying to just sort of fool them into doing a, a forward stab and if you do the minoru enough times it'll eventually uh do their get their posture down far enough you can do a death blow hmm. um then i went up against what was sort of like the mini boss of that era of that area and he's not just a samurai but he's one of those samurai who practices that art where you know you try to take out your where you take out your sword and then try and deliver as much damage as you can with one slash before bringing it back into the scabbard. You know, that shit. Yeah, yeah he hits you with one of them, and it's an instant death. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did beat him, though, because his defense actually sucks. Um, but yeah, that game continues to surprise me. Um, in just a bunch of different ways. Um, I've gone up against now shit like uh, other shinobi who are you you okay? So you've seen enough anime. You've seen this uh, shinobi who will like you know hook themselves up to like battle kites. Yeah, and yeah. like sort of float in the air. Yeah, I've had to go up against that shit as well. <laughs> um, 
don't actually like because they they wear like tingu masks and they're like covered in feathers so they like actually like die from the kite down towards you hmm. uh which fortunately is both really fucking scary cuz it can kill you in an instant if they hit you but if you manage to have enough roof between you and them they will just smack head first into the roof that's <laughs> kind of funny <laughs> um yeah uh so other than that, I've been sort of like sup, you know, supplicating that with uh, Okami HD. It's a really good palate cleanser mm. if Sekiro starts to get to a point where you just can't stand it anymore. Yeah. And uh, you know, I haven't played that game in almost a decade now, and god damn, I forgot how much fun it is. Mm. Um, the it will suck away the hours if you're not careful. Yeah. Um. Also forgot like how it takes like traditional Japanese culture and just kind of mocks the shit out of it. Um, something about you know the uh, the nature spirit Sakuya. Uh, you know she's wearing that kimono, but the kimono has like openings on cleavage and not just her front cleavage, but also her ass cleavage as well. So it looks like she has a peach on her ass. It's a uh, I think it's pretty funny, <laughs> but uh, God, that game is fun. But uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing. So, Chris, uh, yeah, so I've been continuing to play MLB The Show 19. Uh, did a stream on our uh, Twitch channel last night, mm-hmm. uh, and that went pretty well, except for the part where my uh, Road to the Show player just started striking out a lot because I was uh, just kind of losing it. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, the I also tried out one of the newer the new mode that they added uh, called March to October, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of uh, a way to get like a shortened uh, season in there, and it kind of just focuses on like key moments during the season uh, that you can kind of uh, play like parts parts of a game uh, and kind of get a more bite sized experience mm. uh, without having to play like a whole 162 game season. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is pretty cool, uh, and I think that's also tied into rewards for Diamond Dynasty, because uh, I think when you go to the the team specific list of things you can do, there is one for being uh, with each of the teams on all the difficulties, uh, which is uh, quite a lot to do. Uh, I just played uh, the first game, which was the opener. And it started me from like the sixth inning onward, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get the win. And uh, ended up doing well. So uh, that's just uh, another neat mode that they added to that whole thing. Uh, and I think one of the other things they added is this moment stuff, uh, which is essentially like historic moments uh, in games, which uh, I think right now they've got uh, four of them in there that are part of the base game, uh, a few that are tied to uh, the first like month or so of the Diamond Dynasty season. And uh, yeah, they got there's just a lot of cool like scenarios like hey you know do this and uh, get the hit here and get the win at the in ninth inning sort of thing. Mm. A lot of stuff that's uh, pretty cool and kind of what Madden has had in their Madden Ultimate Team for the last few years. Uh, and it's just a pretty cool way to kind of uh, let people try out their hand at some of those kind of iconic moments uh, in baseball. And uh, yeah, mm. that continues to be a great game. 
And uh, I played some Just Cause 4 that is on Game Pass. And I'm still wondering when it's going to become a Just Cause game. Mm. I played for a few hours, and there still wasn't a point where I was going around really blowing stuff up. Uh. Uh, in In the way that you are doing it to kind of undermine the uh the fascist government that has taken over the island uh story-wise i guess uh rico rodriguez's father has created some machine that allows you to or like allows there to be like weather manipulation yeah and it gets uh taken over by the the fascist government yeah, uh, and used for bad things. So, but so far, I have not experienced the weather stuff just yet. I wouldn't say so much fascist. It's more like a banana republic type thing. Yeah, but they've like taken over things, like trying oh, yeah. to find Rico Rodriguez and uh, anybody associated with him, which you're trying to kind of help out the the rebellion, the revolution mm-hmm. that's coming, and. And like a lot of the early game stuff is uh, set around uh, like expanding your rebellion's territory and mm-hmm. going to these like war zones on the outskirts uh, between like the government and uh, the rebels. Mm-hmm. And it's a very weird thing. I can kind of see what they're going for, but it's also it kind of feels like they've made something else into a Just Cause game and not really made something that's like what the other Just Cause games have been. Mm-hmm. Which has kind of been about just uh, chaos and blowing stuff up and mm-hmm. uh, having cool ways of getting around the environments. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like there's a general like XP meter now, which is just chaos as you do things. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's... It's just a very weird game. I'm going to put some more time into it, but it didn't quite get me hooked on it. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to, like, different towns I could find and, like, blew stuff up, but it didn't didn't seem to really matter other than give me, like, a little bit of XP. Mm-hmm. Um, they added some uh, new, like, things you can do. Uh, a lot of uh, ways to kind of expand the borders. And it's like, oh, you have to... You have, like, this AR thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is kind of just the way they can place markers on the environment for like some of these special challenges. And it'll be like, oh, you have to use your wingsuit to fly through these rings. Mm-hmm. Or you have to you know, get a vehicle and drive through this circle at a, at, uh, a minimum speed. Um, and other ones, like there are these blimps that'll fly around. You can just go blow them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it just doesn't feel like a coherent uh, just cause experience at least. Mm. Uh, it might be okay if it were not called just cause four, but uh, having that name on it just brings different expectations, and this is not really meeting that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been a, a bit of a disappointment for a series mm. that I've enjoyed a ton. It seems to run better than three. Mm. It's on a new engine. So I guess that's cool, though I haven't gotten to the point where the weather's going to go nuts and throw all the physics objects around. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, so far, uh, it's been running pretty well. And, uh, yeah, that's been, been kind of a bummer. Mm. Uh, 
Also been playing Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, which uh, I got as part of getting the uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey Gold Edition. Mm-hmm. And I've played more Assassin's Creed 3 than I have ever before. Uh, I've managed to get to the town and start doing some missions there, uh, or the Boston town, but I'm still not the main character yet. Mm. Uh, probably about two hours in or so now. And yeah, still messing around with uh, Kenway's, uh, or Hatham Kenway, who is uh, the main character's father. Mm-hmm. And still kind of trying to, I guess, like undermine the British that are in Boston. Uh, and it's, it's interesting going back to that after having played uh, the uh, Origins and Odyssey uh, editions that kind of changed up the formula for what Assassin's Creed can be. Mm-hmm. And going back to this one where it's explicit, like, uh, missions, and they give you these goals and, mm-hmm. like, optional stuff to do to, like, fully master the sequence. Mm. Uh, that sort of stuff where it's like, oh, I remember when Assassin's Creed games used to be like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was sort of glad that they weren't that anymore. Because it made, <laughs> like, 10, 15 of those games. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I get the point they released three, there was four. Well, five, there was the PSP game uh, with that. And yeah, there's. It's uh, it's another Assassin's Creed game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was. Some of the early stuff was pretty neat just because the, the style of them kind of throwing you into this uh, early mission, going to the. to the. Uh, the play, and going mm-hmm. to the, the playhouse and all that, and getting around. And there's the the animus is still kind of putting stuff together, so you see parts of it that are kind of just uh, weird computery stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the still working on it, uh, trying to get to the main character for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the third time I've attempted this, uh, and I'm already starting to feel like I had, I've had enough. <laughs> uh, Luckily, the other part of this uh, remaster is uh, Liberation, the Vita game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I definitely do want to put some time into that. Yeah, that as one well. was actually good. <laughs> yeah, it had it did some interesting things and then make you play for hours before you actually got to the main character. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, I look forward to put some more time into that. And uh, and kind of I'll break the April Fools thing. Uh, I decided to get on Uplay, try and figure out if I had any Uplay points expiring today. Mm-hmm. I still haven't been able to figure that out yet. Like, the site won't let me log in. <laughs> the site that's supposed to tell you how many units you have yeah. expiring. And so I ended up just pulling up the Uplay uh, launcher and looked in my uh, library and was like, what the fuck is this weird... Uh, game that's on here called Idle Bit Cruncher that has like a weird animated mm-hmm. uh, like box art on it. I clicked on it. It's like released April 1st, 2019. It's like, huh. That's weird. I was like, I'll download this and see what it is. And it's it's an idle game. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. I put a picture of it in the, the chat and you're kind of, I don't know, gathering bits uh, you get enough bytes, it get, turns into a kilobyte, and then <laughs> goes from kilobytes to megabytes. And eventually I'll get the k- gigabytes and terabytes, and I'm buying 
boosters once I reach the appropriate thing, and you hit the space bar a bunch to upgrade mm. your like bytes per second. Yeah. Uh, I assume this is Watch Dogs 3 related? Probably. Because they don't have anything else that ties into this kind of like computer stuff. Uh, like this, at least. Uh, it has lots of weird sayings. There's one that's making fun of you play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's like you board. play, more like no play. Mm. Lol. Uh, weird shit. Uh, it was like, oh, a, a motorcycle game where you collect squirrels. What a weird pitch. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's it's a weird thing. I don't know what's... Let's see, it just popped one up. You win the car race by flying over the course and then turn into a boat, of course. <laughs> uh, referencing the crew, too. Uh, yeah, that's a weird thing and pretty neat. Uh, as far as like weird ways to do April Fools in a way that's not stupid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, kind of been it. So I'm going to be doing a stream tonight for Xbox Sundays. Mm-hmm. I believe I'm going to be playing Operencia, mm-hmm. the new Zen Studio game. Mm-hmm. That is a first-person dungeon crawler, like uh, Grimlock, I think it was. Yeah. That sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious to see what the hell their kind of game looks like. Mm-hmm. Like their version of that. The Uplay launcher now just to play this thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't seem to have like achievements or Uplay stuff in it or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like a weird executable. Yeah, we're probably like you're probably like uh, crypto mining in the background while it's while it's running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I play enough, and they'll reveal Watch Dogs Three. Mm. <sighs> anyway. All right, uh, so let's get on to the rest of the show, and uh, we'll start off with uh, since it's a new month, we've got new free games from PlayStation Plus and Games with Gold. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. PlayStation Plus, you've got. Uh, let's see here. You've got Conan Exiles. Mm-hmm. And you got. How was that, Brandon? Uh, if you like survival games, it's all right. Yeah, what I played of it on Xbox One was very brown. Yeah, yeah it's, it's an extremely brown, brown game. Hmm. Uh, I mean, the, the whole thing basically takes place in the desert. So. Hmm. Yeah, it didn't explain too much when I was playing it. Yeah, it earlier. doesn't really explain much of anything. You kind of have to figure it out on your own. <laughs> And I don't think this version can do the dong stuff at the PC. No, you can only do... Yeah, that's PC only. Mm. There are, like, boobies and stuff that you can do, but you gotta, like, go into the... What do you call it? The supervisor mode or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And turn on the boobies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The Surge is a really cool game. Uh, For people that might be getting weirdly frustrated with Sekiro... Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a game you could play and have uh, a bit more fun with it and kind of have something that's less trying to kick you in the ass all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has some cool like mechanics to it as far as like targeting different limbs uh, as you're trying to kind of extract materials from those limbs yeah. uh, to use to build more armor and weapons for yourself, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, which is a really cool game. Yeah, it's, um, and that's it. Yep. Yep. Okay, then, Sony. Now you're uh, charging us more than Xbox Live and giving us less. Yeah. Um, not sure how that's uh, good for consumers. Okay, but whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. At least the two games they picked are pretty decent. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. sure I would have paired Conan Exiles and The Surge together, since technically they're both RPGs. Um, but, what whatevs. Mm. Uh, but anyway, apart from that, then we got uh, Games with Gold. Uh, another four games for this month. Uh, we have uh, on the Xbox One, uh, Technomancer, uh, which is... Uh, Never really heard of this one. That it's, is from the. It's God. I'm trying to remember. It's by the people who like try really badly to be like a from software, but can never really do it very well. It's mm. most of them are tend to be really janky as hell. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm trying to look up what they made. Yeah. I think I know what they've made, but I need to double check. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, they did. Let's see. The Testament of Sherlock Holmes, Ugh. Fairy Legends of Avalon, mm-hmm. Of Orcs and Men, Mars Warlocks, yeah. Bound by Flame. Mm, yeah, and that's the one. Like their next one is Greedfall. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They're like a Euro jank RPG developer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's that, and then there's uh, Outcast Second uh, Contact, um, which I've not heard great things about. No, haven't heard great things about uh, even the or even the original. I'm pretty yeah. sure it wasn't particularly well received. And this is like mm-hmm. a forty dollar game. Yeah, as a remaster of a game that nobody really heard of or cared about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yay! Um, I'm curious to try it out now. They don't have to spend any actual money on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there is that. Um, okay, and then there's the backwards compatibility stuff. So you get uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the good one, mm-hmm. uh, for the original Which Xbox. doesn't have any online play? No. Mm-hmm. So you're playing all bots? Yeah. Still more fun than playing online with the actual <laughs> Battlefront 2. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, from what I read about this, this one's very inspired by the original trilogy. Yeah, mm-hmm. or not the original trilogy, the the prequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah, but there's a, there's like there is original like, trilogy stuff in yeah. there too. So especially mm-hmm. like episode three, it says Battle Cross Star Wars episode three environments such as Utapau, Mustafar, <laughs> the epic space battle above Coruscant. Yeah. So it also says engage in massive online battles. Like nope, no, nope, not doing that. Uh, not unless you buy it on PC and then you can do that again. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so there's that. Uh, and then uh, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter 2 for the 360. Yep. So, yeah, this is really one of those months where the uh, backwards compatibility oh, good. Link is doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Well, that one does work. I mean, the link yeah. that they posted here it just takes me to an uh oh, that should not have happened. Whoops. <laughs> nice one, Microsoft. <laughs> womp, womp. Maybe a second chance. Okay, it worked a second time. <laughs> yeah, I don't, so. I don't think this game's very good. Imagine Unless you too? played it originally. Yeah, it was okay. I don't think it holds up. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't really know if I can call a winner this month, because they're both kind of slim. Yeah. Um, I'd say The Surge is the best game out of all of these. Probably, mm. yeah. So, yeah, we'll see next month what they uh, manage to do. But um, it's, it's seeming like Sony's going for more retail stuff now. So that's, yeah. I yeah. guess, interesting. But mm-hmm. um, with the, Microsoft's the Vita, going for more weird stuff nobody's really heard of. Yeah. 
but with the Vita and the PS3 uh, basically having left support, um, that kind of means that you're pretty much just getting PS4 stuff now. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, uh, get some, get your free games. Uh, I, I got my Call of Duty, and I'll never play it. I but got my Activision money, so there. That's that's the only reason that I got it. I'm crunching bits over here. <laughs> Crunch those bits. Yeah. And my bytes yeah. per second is almost to 500 kilobits per second. Yeah. <laughs> all vi- all good video games take place in Iceland is what this thing says. I guess we'll have to test it out. Yeah. Uh, so let's see here. Next up, we got uh, Amazon and Twitch Prime members. Uh, you can get up to a year of Nintendo Switch online as mm-hmm. part of uh, the uh, Prime benefits. So, yeah. so the catch is you can't get it all at once. No, you get three months, uh, and then you get nine Three months. months, and if you are still a member after 60 days, you get the other nine. Yeah. Uh, you got to link the accounts with your Nintendo account. Yeah. And you have to have a Switch, because you can't cash this in unless you do. Mm-hmm. So, you have to have a... Still a solid addition, though, I would say. And um, continuing a strong streak after we got uh, Final Fantasy XIV Starter Edition yeah. from Twitch Prime not all that long ago. Yeah, yeah, Twitch Prime has actually been pretty good. I mean, but uh, I've noticed they've been doing a whole lot of like in-game stuff and less actual games uh, as of late. So maybe that's something that reverses a little later on. Because I think they still have game stuff. They're just weirdly not surfacing it as well as they used to. Yeah, yeah. So I remember I have to go to like that specific like Twitch Prime page. Yeah, you have to go to the loot page and then you see all the ones that are available. But yeah, because it just shows me like random. In-game stuff. I'm like, why the fuck do I care about this stuff? Yeah, I, I did cash in the Apex Legends stuff in case I ever decided to play that game. So. Yeah, just as well. Yeah, yeah. The game stuff right now is Star Vikings Forever, the Kingsbird, Cabounce, and Snake Pass. Uh, so yeah, now at least yeah. Kingsbird and Snake Pass are good. Yeah, yeah. I got all those too. So. And get uh, DLC for on mass, on masses games, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Apex Legends thing. There's World of Tanks, Black Ops Four, Smite and Realm Royale, Starcraft Two, mm-hmm. Neverwinter, Warface, mm-hmm. the Grand Tour game, yep. NBA Two K Nineteen, League of Legends, and Final Fantasy Fourteen. So yeah, it's it's decent. I mean, I do like having Twitch Prime because. It's uh, it, it basically gives me a free subscription to a particular channel that you know I happen to like, and I don't have to pay anything for it. So that's nice. Yep. Uh, so let's move on. Oh, yeah, you have until September to start getting that stuff. Hmm. So you got a few months, Phil, to get it. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll get it then. I still have to decide whether I'm going to renew my Amazon Prime membership. I got to decide that soon because it expires in like three weeks. So. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's you pay the 120 bucks to get 20 bucks off of this <laughs> year. Yeah. I just do the monthly basis. Yeah. Uh, so VR is dead. So Valve is announcing that they're going to be doing a new headset. Uh, we're going to get details of it in May, but it's Valve is announcing the Valve. Um, it's called Index. Yep. Which is a weird name. That's uh, that's a very mm-hmm. like. Businessy name, <laughs> not really like a consumer-facing name. I, yeah, I have no idea what's going on here. Uh, I 
guess. I, I don't. I didn't see HTC's name in here. No, weird. they're doing this on their own. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this is like Valve's internal VR team. It's yeah. been working on this for a while. Yeah. So I'm wondering how much different this is going to be than a Vive. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine it'd be that uh, different since the most of the Vive IP was Valve's to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, I think at least it would have their new knuckle hit, knuckle controllers. Yeah, those are good. They've been working on it for a while. Maybe it'd be more wireless. Yeah, yeah. Wireless would be nice. Uh, uh, inside out tracking would be nice. Instead of yeah. having to put, you know, which is what the new Oculus S is going to be doing is inside out, six degree of freedom tracking. So that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Which I think is the way to go. Like. Yeah, asking people to like set aside a complete room is probably a <laughs> probably a non-starter for a lot of people. Pretty much. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very few details have surfaced, so not a whole lot we can uh, say about it right now. Uh, in May, we'll know more, and uh, we'll check back and see if it's any good back mm-hmm. then. Uh, okay, moving on. Sega had a presentation the other day. They actually uh-huh. announced quite a bit of stuff. Yeah, yeah. The first was... big one that the first big one, the one that really made me pay attention, is that after ten year, almost ten years, they're finally making another Sakura Wars. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Um, this one kind of came out of nowhere, and uh, eh, um, not entirely nowhere. If You've been paying. If you've been paying attention, they kind of signaled that they were going to be bringing this franchise back. Hmm. I think last year. Hmm. Um, don't yeah, remember well, they, they scored sit- pretty highly on that poll that they. Uh, yeah, that's true. Hmm. Um, and they, I guess, then that was announced that they had re uh, redone the trademark. So, hmm. but yeah. yeah. Um, so it looks like this is going to be kind of a reboot. Well. I say a reboot, sort of like a sequel reboot, um, with like a new group. A revival. Yeah, a revival. Um, yeah. With a new cast of characters, but if you paid attention, according to people, if you pay attention to the kanji on some of the signs, it's pretty o- there. It's obvious that the older characters will be there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably one thing about this that really answer question for me is what Tite Gubo has been doing since Bleach. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> he kind of disappeared off the face of the earth for a while after Bleach finished. Hmm. And uh, now we know what he'd been up to. He'd been working on this. Yeah. And that in and of itself gets my attention. Yep. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. So do, do we kind of need to describe what this series is? Because it's probably, I mean, it, it is a massive deal in Japan, but it's never really gotten much love over here. Um, I think we've got two, maybe three games here in the, in the West. One, 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 one. Yeah. Uh, so long, my love. That was the, the one that we, yeah, took the, made the series to sort of get up and go over into the U S hmm. literally, uh, the game actually takes place in New York. <laughs> um, the first major boss fight takes place near the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> of course it does. Um, but basically the way these games go is they're this weird sort of combination of a visual novel, an adventure game, a dating sim, and a simulation RPG. 
Um, the original games, they had character designs by, uh, God, what's his name? Um, hold on. I got to look it up. Uh, Kosuke Fujishima, uh, the guy who did Oh My Goddess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, also, he is like one of the primary character designers for the Tales series. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, written, they were the original games, and I, I guess the original creator is still going to be on in a producer aspect, uh, by this guy named Hiroyoji, who's kind of like a writer who has done stuff for just about every medium imaginable in Japan. Uh, he's He started out as kind of a low-tier novelist, and then he started writing scripts for anime and manga, and and he got into the gaming business with uh, starting his company called Red Entertainment, and they created this series. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a massive – it was like a late Saturn game, the first one was. And it was a massive hit. <laughs> um, and weirdly enough, for a massive hit, there's really only been – like, uh, there's only been, like, a couple of games in the overall series. There's, uh, let's see, Sakura Wars 3. Uh, there's, like, the four main ones, then there's So Long My Love, which is the one that takes it to the U.S. Hmm. So, like, only five games, really. Hmm. Um, I'm just glad it's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, there was that. Um, wasn't the only game announcements though. Uh, mm-hmm. Six more ages titles that are coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, some good stuff in there. Uh, Shinobi, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. Monster Land. Uh, G Lock is in there. Mm-hmm. Herzog's Way, which uh, yeah, uh, it's nice getting to see that one. Uh, yep. Getting that one back has been like pulling teeth. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, Sega does own the Technosoft IP now, so <laughs> thankfully they can lever they can leverage it now. Because mm-hmm. uh, really, there's uh, there are some games like out there right now that kind of resemble Herzog's Way. Airmac kind of uh, uh, goes along that same line, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Herzog's Way was just so damn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad more people are going to get to play that. Uh, the, there's a puzzle game in there that I've never heard of, and I thought that name was misspelled, but no, that's actually how it's spelled. Yeah. Uh, puzzle in action. Incident R. Um, okay. Uh, and then, uh, what else we have? There was one more that I think I just skipped over. The derp. The, anyways. Uh, so yeah, six brand new, old new Mm-hmm. Switch ages titles. They've been doing interesting things with this line. Yep. Um, the the Sega Ages port of Sonic the Hedgehog includes the arcade version. Mm-hmm. Um, the Fantasy Star One port includes um, a a map window. Yeah. Which changes everything and basically makes the game playable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In twenty. 20- in 2019, so I'm interested to see what they do with these with these new titles. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the, there the are a lot of ways they can go. Fantasy Zone. Yeah, which I shouldn't forget because it's awesome. Have they have they put Fantasy Zone on there yet? Uh, it's it's announced, but it's not out yet. 
God, it's uh, taking them a while. Yeah. How hard is it to port that game? Seriously. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're doing the arcade. By the looks of it, it's the arcade version. So, uh, yeah, it should it be. It might quite... be both. Yeah. Well, yeah, knowing. Me. Yeah. Uh, and then the other big announcement was the announcement of the Sega Genesis Mini. Uh, yep. Well, the, the like the worst kept secret ever because they already pre-announced this like last year and then yeah. they said, whoa, <laughs> they had to take a walk back because they found out At Games was uh, involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not the case anymore. Uh, Sega is looks like they're handling the hardware. Thank God. The software has been handed off to the one company that it should have been handed off to in the first place, M2. Um, so this will probably be one of the only mini consoles that might actually have like really, really solid emulators yeah. on there. It's an instant buy for me, that's for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So 40 games on there. Uh, so it beats both of Nintendo's offerings right there. Yep. Uh, $79.99 MSRP. Uh, Sonic is going to be on there, uh, mm-hmm. unlike the uh, Genesis collection that came out recently that didn't have him. Mm-hmm. So that was irritating. Uh, and uh, yeah, also one of the games on there is Castlevania Bloodlines, which will make collectors cry because yeah, and we like that. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is uh, interesting because they're doing like basically what Nintendo has been doing is getting in touch with uh, third parties. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I noticed that the U.S. version is shipping with three-button controllers, so that kind of limits what kind of games you're going to be putting on there. Eh. Like so we can people. probably bet against Eternal Champions. Yeah. Mm. Um, Which I mean, sucks. But Yeah, you wouldn't really want to try to play Eternal Champions with three-button controllers. No. No, yeah. you do not. <laughs> yeah, that also uh, means Mortal Kombat won't be on there, even though that was an iconic Genesis game back in the day. Yeah, because yeah. isn't wasn't it the one that actually had blood? Yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah, there's still plenty of great games on there that could. Hoping for some Thunder Force st- stuff in there. Thunder Force mm-hmm. Four would be great. God, the soundtrack of that game is amazing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited about this, uh, and hopefully it will be hacked. These things usually are within hours, if mm-hmm. not, well, at the worst case scenario, days. Mm-hmm. There are uh, some uh, other other games on there I'd like to see. Um, for example, uh, Rocket Knight, for example. Well, with Konami on board already. Uh, yep. Yeah. Might, yeah. The, original Rocket Ni- the original Rocket Knight is an absolute classic. Yeah. Like, it has to be on there. Yeah. You gotta have Contra Hardcore on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Yeah, that would be a good one. Uh, what about uh, Konami was a powerhouse back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were. Yeah. So, um, hmm. Yeah, even well, yeah, the Turtles ones would be a little Hyperstone Heist would have been nice, but uh, yeah, like getting licenses for that all sorted out would be oh. interesting. Uh, what did Capcom have back then on the Genesis that would be worth it? That didn't require a three a six button controller. Strider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has Strider. You know, that was actually a port um, developed by Sega. Yeah. Cap- Capcom didn't actually do any development on the um, Genesis until Street Fighter II Special Champion Edition. Yeah. yeah. And given three button controller, uh, you don't think that's not happening. There. 
No. Well, yeah. <laughs> Slam Masters, that was a thing. But yeah, you can. You need six-button controller for that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, also Ghouls and Ghosts, but that was also a uh, Sega port. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, yeah. They're, yeah but I'm excited They could still be on board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, the controllers are USB, so you can put six button. You can put a USB mm-hmm. six button pad in there if you want to, but I don't think they're gonna. I, I think they'll have that support in there just for the people that end up hacking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they'll uh, like put games on there that require six button because no. that'd be stupid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I will. Probably Although I would say that the six button controller is objectively better, even for three button games. Yeah, uh, have you seen the uh, the eight uh, bit M thirty? I have not. No, uh, you will probably want to get one of these. It's uh, they make modeled, a lot of things that I need to get. Yeah, it's modeled after the Genesis six button, mm-hmm. uh, except it's wireless, and uh, yeah, it works with well everything because it's got a little USB dongle. So yeah, uh, you could use that have to play a whole bunch of PC emulated stuff or mm. since it is USB you could plug it into your uh, Genesis Classic Mini and use mm. a wireless 6 button so yep yeah yeah I'm excited can't wait for that yeah mm. so, anyways uh, more compilation news uh, Samurai Showdown is getting an arcade collection yep uh, coming up this fall it's gonna be I think 1 through 5 uh, 5 special Nice. I have six of them. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's yeah, good. and it's being made with uh, digital clips. Hmm. Oh, the boy. SNK 40th anniversary collection is Street Fighter 30th collection. Yeah. Uh, are they going to go back and like? Um, uh, I say, are they going? What I I would like it if they went back and kind of uh, you know re retranslated some of the dialogue because... Well, that could be said for most SNK games of the era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of doubt they're going to go that far because that's... Uh, with games that old, that's kind of part of the charm now. Uh-huh. Um, so, but yeah, it's nice to have these these six uh, coming out. So, hmm. See, I, I'm trying to remember. What's the one that has Andrew Jackson as a character? That would be um, six slash uh, Tenkaichi Kinkakuden. Oh, yeah. That was the Atomus Wave title. Okay. Well, damn. Yeah. We, we still have you two. This one. Yeah. Uh, so Borderlands. And by the way, for those who are curious, no, I am not joking. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, Andrew Jackson is in fact one of the playable characters in that game. Yeah. Available now on the PS4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what else we got? Borderlands 3 has been finally announced. Um, well, yeah, okay. Borderlands. Yeah. Uh, I believe Claptrap is still around. Yeah, he was dancing a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the trailer was very much like, hey, yeah, it's Borderlands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like they're not even trying anymore. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah I mean, Well, I mean, it, with Borderlands, you... Really don't have to. <laughs> yeah, it's self-explanatory. Yeah, it's uh, we don't know a whole lot. Completely about, stupid. Who cares? Yeah, we don't know a lot about like gameplay f- mechanics or anything like that. Uh, they basically just said we're going to reveal more on April third. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which is what Wednesday. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, and sort of going along with that, they announced uh, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, the original Borderlands is getting uh, a remaster, uh, the Game of the Year edition with all the DLC, and they're making some uh, uh, pretty nice tweaks from what has been said so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be redoing uh, the final boss fight, uh, making the looting uh, a bit easier to manage and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have a mini-map, and they're going to have the shift code stuff. Uh, in that version of the game, too, uh, as well as a uh, bunch of visual improvements and all that, and new weapons. Uh, yeah. Looks like it's going to be a pretty good version of that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the Handsome Collection is getting updates. So. Yep, for PS4 Pro, Xbox One X, and for PC. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if there's too much more than that, but that's also going to be happening on the third. Yeah. yeah. Along with the Borderlands Game of the Year edition, so... Uh, they got some good stuff going on. So uh, that Borderlands 3 is pretty much an instant buy for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I liked the first one. I absolutely adored the second one. Yeah. I uh, didn't really care for any of the spinoffs, though. Yeah, well, there was the pre-sequel, and that's, well, and then, yeah. That one was not that great, but... And that was a different team, too. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, 2K Australia, I think it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was when uh, 2K was giving all of the all of their big franchises to other developers. Yeah, because <laughs> I think Bioshock went to uh, somebody else for then, uh, for two. Else. Mm-hmm. There was a, a different XCOM game. Mm. Uh, that one that was a shooter. I forget what it's called. Mm. Bureau, the Bureau. Yeah, the Bureau. Yeah, which was bad. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Hmm, man, that's good stuff. Borderlands is just, you know, it's like, it's comfort food gaming, basically. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's dumb. Yeah. But boy, is it a lot of fun. Yeah, plus it's really good at, like, making very memorable characters because of mm. just how batshit insane they all are. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very much considering picking up the remaster of the first one because of all of the, the ones that I played, I think the first one was my favorite, so... Yeah, the, with, uh, the first one's weird right? for me because I mm-hmm. own it and all the DLC on PS3, Xbox One, or Xbox 360, and PC, and mm-hmm. probably put more, much more than like 20 hours total on any of them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, why do I own all these? Why do I keep buying them? Yeah, don't know. Uh, okay, so in other news, uh, yeah, Super Blood Hockey is coming to consoles. Yeah, if you haven't seen the trailer for this game, it's insane. Uh, also, that music. Probably could have been in a Mega Man game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This looks pretty damn awesome. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna try reaching out to the developer of this. See if we can maybe get him on the show. Uh, see if they can we... get him to maybe contact the Philadelphia Flyers and see if they can put gritty in this game. Because <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't he be like a perfect addition? Oh yeah. I'm sure this the is... licensing hurdles would be ridiculous though. Oh, it would. But it'd yeah. be so worth it. It's like, hey, you're yeah. Philly. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> on the on the rep. Mm. Yeah. Well, this looks like basically the bloodier version of uh, the NES ice hockey. Yep. Um, yeah, that was what struck me as peculiar. Um, so we have our sort of modern modernized NHL 94 in uh, Bush Hockey League, I almost said. Mm-hmm. Um old time hockey but it's not that it's not named that anymore mm-hmm. um of anything that 
they could have made the to be two bush hockey leagues NHL 94 they chose NES ice hockey yeah well a lot of people just have really fond memories of that game it wasn't the greatest hockey game in the world but it was it's still a lot of fun when it was all right I, I I just think it was an interesting choice yeah yeah it's uh I don't know. It looks it looks fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one a try. Uh, yeah, no no release date yet, but it probably won't be too far. Since I think it is already. Yeah. Uh, and we got a recap of uh, the state of play announcement, which had a whole hell of a lot of stuff here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, mainly focused on stuff that's coming out over the next few months. Yeah. A couple things are a little bit outside of that. Uh, well, I'll go into the regular. PS4 stuff, and then we'll go in VR. Okay. Uh, the regular stuff, they showed a new trailer for Crash Team Racing Nitro Field, yeah. uh, which also showed off the exclusive items they're going to have for PS4, mm. which include retro skins for Crash, Coco, and Cortex. Mm-hmm. So you can so make them look stupid. Yeah, yep. P- the, the PS1 models. <laughs> uh, also have retro carts and a retro track, so that's going to be some pretty uh, neat stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they also said that they have all of, was it Nitro Kart was the second one? Mm-hmm. Like they have all of the characters and tracks from that as well. Yeah. Mm. So those two games. Um, and yeah, that's out on June 21st. Mm. Uh, let's see. There is uh, Observation. It's the new game from the, the people that made Stories. Yeah. Uh, the game was really good. Uh, that is out May 21st. That's kind of a space horror game mm-hmm. uh, with the AI stuff on there. And yeah, they show trailers for like Days Gone and Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, the Mortal Kombat 11 one was pretty good because mm. uh, it was about uh, the new versions of the characters meeting their old selves. <laughs> it's like Johnny Cage fighting young Johnny Cage, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Uh, that was pretty good. It was set to like 90s rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that they were going to go in that direction, and I'm really glad they did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also showed Concrete Genie, uh, and said it's going to be out this fall. Uh, also going to have a VR mode in it, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be separate. I also jump into the VR stuff. Uh, there's going to be an Iron Man uh, PSVR game from Camouflage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people made Republic. Uh, that looks pretty neat. I could see. It going bad, but I want to see that's uh, later this year. Mm. Uh, no Man's Sky is getting PSVR support uh, as part of the, the Beyond update that's coming out this summer. Mm. Uh, that's going to be the full game in VR. I'm surprised it took that long, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they kind of yeah. wanted to get the game to a better place before they started putting this sort of thing in. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of where they're going with this Beyond update. Um. And yeah, they announced a bunch of, or no, Ready Set Heroes is a game that's not VR, but that is out later this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's kind of a co-op brawler action game. Yep. Um, let's see, for VR stuff, they announced a bunch of dates. There's Blood and Truth is out May 28th. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the game that is essentially an extension of the London Heist. Mm-hmm. Uh, a game that was in PlayStation VR Worlds. Uh, along with that, Mini Mech Mayhem, uh, which is out on June 18th. Uh, I am spacing on which which one that is. Uh, I'll have to look it up uh, in a second. But uh, Jupiter Mars, the game from James Milky's team, yep. uh, that is out 
uh, April twenty second, mm-hmm. and that's also I don't I don't know if that's playable without VR or not. It is it probably is. it is. Um, he has been very adamant that it is since um, it kind of got miscommunicated that um, sort of implied that it was VR exclusive yeah. uh, recently. It's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Mini Mac Mayhem is the new game from Future Lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's made some good VR stuff. They made Tiny Tracks, mm-hmm. which was kind of uh, a weird little racing game where you're kind of playing with uh, like slot cars. Yeah. But the the track is kind of on like a table in front of you. Yeah. So you're kind of able to look around it and all that. So Mini Mac Mayhem is a tabletop VR game, a uh, battle game for up to four players. Mm-hmm. So you're controlling these little mech uh, buddies and uh, yeah, doing that stuff. Uh, yeah, kind of strategy and action, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks pretty good from the screenshot I'm seeing because you have like your own outfit, yeah, a robot outfit kind of thing. So mm-hmm. there's some silly stuff going on there. Uh, also on there is Falcon Age. It's on April 9th. Give that, me. Yeah, that is a really cool game. It's playable without VR. Yeah. Uh, but you are, uh, you know, it's a buddy game with uh, your Falcon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can fist bump them. Uh, it also has uh, realistic bird tech uh, as far as, like, uh, he'll be perched on your arm, and you can move it around, and his head will try and mm-hmm. stay in one place the whole time. Yep. Uh, but I saw a, a comparison from the developers of what that's like in VR and not in VR, mm-hmm. and you're getting a compromised experience on that uh, oh, on yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you need VR for the full Falcon experience if you want that. Uh, yeah, First-person, single-player action-adventure game. Uh, with your young Falcon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll have to find a. I'll have to get a PSVR headset. Looks like. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Trover saves the universe is the new game from Squanch Games, uh, which is uh, the people that made uh, what is it? It's Accounting Plus, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Justin Roiland's studio. Or no, mm-hmm. Accounting Plus was Crow Crow Crow. Squanch Games, I think, made the Rick and Morty game. I'm double checking this. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, they did a county plus. Okay, and this one's their new game, and very much has the uh, the Rick and Morty humor in it, but it's also kind of a third person action game. Mm. Uh, and the main character is very weird. His eyes are like little creatures. Mm-hmm. Their own eyes. Uh, it looks real weird, but yeah, that is uh, May 31st. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also going to be out on PC in the Epic Game Store and Steam. Yeah, on uh, June fourth. It's about a week later. Oh, and he's got like a comic here on the site. Okay. Uh, yeah, that does not require PSVR. So if you don't have PSVR, you don't have to have it. Mm. Uh, but I imagine it'd be more fun being inside of it. Yeah. Uh, Everybody's Golf VR is out May twenty first. And has very much uh, put in that great kind of golf game, uh, playing that in VR. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see what else it has here. Yeah, players will be able to see the uneven terrain, read wind direction, experience the nature of the golf course with their own eyes. Uh, so, yeah, that seems like it could be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Table of Tales is a strategy mm-hmm. uh, RPG kind of game, like tabletop. Uh, yeah. You have cards that you're... Uh, 
choosing from uh, and doing all that sort of stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah, the table acts like a living pop-up book shifting to accommodate new chapters of your adventure as a mm. fully voiced dungeon master companion. Mm. Uh, yeah, single-player fantasy, pack strategy, intrigue, nostalgia, and tons of story. There's also a multiplayer heroes versus villains mode. Mm. One player dons the VR headset as the villain, while the, mm-hmm. other, while the other three players pass and play using a DualShock controller. Yeah. Uh, so that, that seems like it's going to be a really cool thing. Yeah, it looks, looks fun. Yep. Uh, Vacation Simulator is out June 18th. Uh, and that is the follow-up to Job Simulator, where the robots now explore what vacation uh, human vacations were like. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that is going to be a pretty fun game to see. Yeah. Uh, lots of stuff to uh, screw around with. And there's beach and mountain stuff you can do. Uh, yeah, that should be another great game. Mm-hmm. And uh, was one of the big things they announced was Five Nights at Freddy VR, uh, which is going to oh, be out geez. soon enough in the spring. And uh, it's not the sort of stationary uh, thing that the PC games were. Nope. We're kind of sw- switching between cameras. Yeah. Uh, you get to watch them move around. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they say here. Yeah, and I guess it has uh, a collection of some of the original content in it as well. Yeah. Uh, but you can play with either DualShock 4 or 2 move controllers, interact with door and light controls in the office, pick up objects in the repair games, uh, press buttons on the video switcher, solve puzzles, or uh, activate your fl- flashlights. Yeah, they've recreated all the environments in 3D, full 3D, optimized <laughs> for VR. <laughs> I'm guessing this is not going to be on on uh, Brandon's uh, two playlist. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the real the irregular games scare the crap out of me enough. Yeah, hard pass. That's one of those yeah. games I would only watch other people play. Yeah, I'm like, I can barely do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what can I say? Animatronics are kind of creepy for some people. So. There's, I mean, there's a reason. There's a reason that you know this dude's been able to get this much mileage out of this one concept because yeah. it works. There's a reason yeah. why Chuck E. Cheese is not a huge brand anymore. Because <laughs> kids well, grew that, up. That well, I mean ago. that and the fact that they're basically just kitty casinos now. Mm. Yeah. And the pizza kind of sucked, but anyway. Yeah. Oh, their pizza always sucked. When you grew up, you go. You started going to Dave and Buster's instead. Yeah, yeah. So you can actually drink and have some adult fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think sweet. also they have a list of like more VR stuff. They have some dates here. Uh, Sky World is out this week on the twenty sixth, mm-hmm. which is the new game from Vertigo Games. Yeah, uh, the people who made Arizona Sunshine, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a an RTS turn based strategy kind of thing. Mm. Uh, so you're kind of managing the battlefield and setting up your turns and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Golem, I think, is out later this spring. This game has been in the works for quite a while, mm. uh, which is from some of the original Halo people. Yeah, so quite a uh, yeah that's spring, and there's Luna, which is from yeah Funamena. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget who that is. Uh, the Wadham people. Okay, mm. that's a. Uh, uh, Keita Takahashi's studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Luna is yeah guided voiceover narration, enhancing the same magical story. Yeah, storybook fairy tale brought to life, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. 
that seems very much up uh, their alley. And uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. I think also in the VR thing, they mentioned that PlayStation VR, as of March 3rd, hit 4.2 million sales, unit sales. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is a hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of gaining steam as it gets uh, out there longer. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think on a per month it. basis, the the amounts that it's getting between each of the number of announcements is getting bigger. Yeah. Which is a good sign. Yeah. I keep telling people, don't discount VR just yet. Yeah, we're uh, just in like iPhone, iPhone 1 essentially stage no, now we're in the we're at the we're at the atari 2600 stage yeah VR right mm-hmm. yeah we've passed the apple 2 stage now we're at the atari just keep et away so does that mean we're gonna see a crash uh no because the no. atari 2600 went for like 10 years oh right <laughs> and that was so. a thq style uh yeah. ending for them mm-hmm. where they decided hey let's make more copies of games than there were consoles yeah, yeah that's a good move yeah that's that's yeah, don't do that. <laughs> They're like a good thing to teach your business classes about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Like you produce for how much you've sold, not how much you uh, foolishly expect to come in the mm-hmm. future. Installed base matters. Yep. yep. Especially since you haven't built those consoles you anticipate selling. Yeah, um, especially when that was a, the Atari 2600 was kind of a first-party pers- first only platform for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Atari was not very happy to have other people working on their platform. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Activision Acti- was the yeah. first third party. Activision was the first indie. Yeah. Think about that for people yeah. out there that didn't know that. Yep. Uh, they've changed a lot over the course of 40 years. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. <laughs> uh, even weird enough, like the 90s was a very weird time for them. They localized Japanese games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like JRPGs that came out, they were like, hey, we'll do that. Yeah, and they found Tony Hawk. Like, oh shit, we don't need to do that anymore. Good. Yeah, and now they've just become Call of Duty, and that's pretty much it. They're basically well, the, the video games version of the devil. Yeah, well, they, I mean, they are run by Bobby the devil. Tony, <laughs> I think is the devil. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, what else we got here? Dreams uh, er, goes into early access April sixteenth. Yeah, it was available for pre for pre purchase um, a little while ago. So yeah, uh, no, not on. yet. This is when it goes into pre purchase. When you go, when you can purchase it on April sixteenth. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they're trying to limit the amount of copies that are going out there. Hmm. Uh, so they don't just get like everybody be like, oh, it's thirty bucks now. I can get that, and I won't play it until it's finished. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they go through here in this article. Uh, Sort of explaining everything. It's thirty bucks at launch. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond the U.S., Canada, and all of Europe. Yep. Uh, let's see. It'll be English and French, North America, for languages. Uh, yeah. Let's see. You can't pre-order, but you can sign up for the update to get notified when it's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You get the full up. You get the full game once it's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. All, anything you make in the early access carries on to Dreams. I think everything yeah. that was made in that beta they had out a few months ago, mm-hmm. uh, that's already still in there. Uh, VR will not be there at uh, the initial early access offering. Oh, yeah. They're going to be in that a little bit later, but 
uh, no NDAs. You can stream and share it, whatever you want. And uh, yeah, they said All there's right. going to be a limited, but it's a big limit. So yeah, uh, hopefully yeah. I won't have to be like want to be like any like shoe thing where it's like oh it's out oh it's out sold out. Yeah, well, yeah. you have to be lucky to get the DF five done on the right time. Oh yeah, uh, I think it'll be probably available for at least a few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right, a uh, couple more stories to get through, and uh, then we can call it a day. Um, news from uh, Sony is uh, Kazurai is uh, actually retiring now in June. Uh, That's a surprise. Again. Yeah, yeah. Because he technically retired like a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's been. He's been on the board as an advisor. Now he's going to be stepping down from that. Uh, but he's also going to be kind of sort of staying on as uh, an advisor. So he's sort of retiring in the Japanese sense. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It's like it's, he, he won't actually have to do anything, but if they ask him to, he could. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's about time and we'll see what sony is like after he takes off yeah the guy that is taking over him was basically his partner uh that helped him sort of revitalize sony cut off some of the fat hmm. uh, they, we could, they could really use some of that now couldn't they <laughs> yeah, it's kenichiro yoshida hmm. yeah they could kind of use uh, a little bit of the uh cutting off of the attitude because yeah. uh yeah, this has not been good times for <laughs> PlayStation owners for the past, especially with that insult of a you know PlayStation Classic, whatever the hell that was. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, well, it's um, good for him. He's been there yeah. for thirty-five years. Thirty-five years, so it's a hell of a yeah. long time. Yeah, you know, go uh, <laughs> go smoke a cigar or something. Yeah, play some Rich yeah. Racer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and finally, our last story involves uh, Naoki Yoshida, uh, who has some big plans. Or, well, big aspirations, anyway. Yeah. yeah. You want to take, take us through this, Pat? Yeah. Um, I guess this happened during the uh, Tokyo Fan Festival for Final Fantasy fourteen, but um, he opened up about kind of his career aspirations and things that he wants to do after Final Fantasy fourteen. Um one of them was a battle royale game because he feels he can really bring a lot of new ideas to the concept, which mm-hmm. I don't doubt one bit. Um, yeah. Unfortunately for unfortunately for him, by the time he's done with Final Fantasy fourteen, battle mm-hmm. royale will, will be done. Yeah, uh, I don't see that concept lasting. To be honest. Yeah, it's true. Well, has there been mm-hmm. a Japanese battle royale yet? I don't think so. No, mm-hmm. that would seem like a right place for just weirdness. Hmm. Um, another thing that he wants to work on is a new MMOIP, hmm. which I hope isn't going to be for some time because Final Fantasy XIV deserves at least the run of World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm sure he'll have earned it by the time it happens, but I hope that time is not for a very long time. Yeah. Just because, yeah, um, yeah Final Fantasy fourteen deserves a, a huge run. Mm-hmm. And um, it would be a shame to see him leave it to work on something else. The most intriguing item on the list is that he said 
he wants to work on Diablo 4. Hmm. Well, that that's interesting because Blizzard doesn't. <laughs> so um, I don't doubt for a second that he'd do a great job with it either. Nope. Yeah. Um, it would definitely be different, but I think it would be very good uh, under yeah. Yoshida. Um, yeah, that, um, it's one of those things that probably will never happen, but um, at the same time, until it's proven false, you can't help but wonder. Uh-huh. Yeah. Especially since, you know, it's out there now that that's what he wants to do. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, right now, the, the Diablo franchise is kind of in a lurch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Blizzard kind of put it there with that yeah. very badly timed announcement of Immortal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's going to take them some time to recover from that. Yep. Yeah, if they ever do, uh, with the uh, uh, with the attitude from people that are st- still currently at Blizzard, I'm I'm not sure that they can recover. To be honest, uh, they're they're not in a good spot right now. Let's no. put it that way. Uh, Overwatch still doing well. World of Warcraft is uh, oh no. If he, if Lee was here, he would probably tell me that World of Warcraft is total shit. Yeah. Uh, so we know how that's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all the other projects, we don't know what's yeah. going on there. So, yeah. Yeah, but can you imagine a Naoki Yoshida-headed action RPG? Even if it wasn't, um, even if it wasn't Diablo-based, if he took that style and made it his own? Yeah. It would be something to, something to experience. It certainly would. What about a Final yeah. Fantasy Diablo? That wouldn't be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. No. It's one of the few places the series hasn't gone. Yeah. Well, they kind of have tried the, the, the action-adventure type, but and they didn't go as far as you know the whole loot RPG type type thing. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there's there's potential there. And, uh, yeah, I, I think he, anybody who's, like, considering um, <laughs> poaching Naoki Yoshida should probably... Well, they're going to have to offer him some very big money to move because mm-hmm. he's doing so damn well with Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. yeah, I don't necessarily. It's it's weird because okay, everybody has a price, right? But um, when I look at what they're doing with Final Fantasy XIV, mm-hmm. um, everything about that whole project just screams. That it's being done by people who really, really, genuinely give a fuck. Yes. And, yeah, it's... Yeah, if he were to leave, like, right now, that would be a very bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think they could hold it together for a while, but... um, Not long enough for him to actually develop an entire other game. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know that eventually Final Fantasy XIV is going to come to its conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the only question is, well, what happens after that? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, do you ever see a day where maybe they take Final Fantasy XIV and release it as a single-player game in its entirety? Because it could te- theoretically they could. It could be do it. And um, Shadowbringers is getting an element that would contribute to that greatly Hmm. um, in what they're calling the trust system, which lets you do um, 
dungeon runs and and what have you with AI controlled teammates as in uh, you know NPC characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the groundwork is certainly there for that, but um, I think if they're ever going to do something like that, eleven will get be the first game to get the treatment, mm-hmm. and then if if that goes well, then they might consider using that to immortalize fourteen. Mm. Yeah. And it should be immortalized, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of really, you know, really good quality writing in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so I think we'll uh, call it a show. Uh, yeah. We've we've managed to uh, go the entire show without, uh, well, with one April Fool's reference. Yeah. From, uh, from Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Although, as far as April Fool's things goes, this one was actually kind of clever. All right. Uh, so if you haven't subscribed to the show, you can uh, do so at uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, or your favorite podcast aggregator. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if, you, if you're actually on uh, Google Play and you do use that, uh, some of our episodes are text searchable. Yep. So, yeah. So ev- eventually you'll be able to search for a particular topic. Yeah. And uh, hear all the stupid things we have to say about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's nice. good, I guess. Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyways. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Also, check us out at smashpad.com. Uh, Brandon's Anthem review is up there. And mm-hmm. uh, it was all right. You liked it. Yeah. So it was good. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. Go over and read that. And, uh, yeah. So, for uh, Patrick Mifflin, Brandon Perkins, Chris, and Chris Ologi. Uh, I have been Filippo Donolfo, and we'll see you next week.